Hello, it's episode five. I'm so excited to be back with you guys. Sorry for my couple weeks off. I really missed hanging out with you all. I missed our weekly chats, but we were surprised with an early arrival. We now have a beautiful baby boy. His name is Caleb Jeremiah McGraw. He was the smallest of my three biological children. He was only seven pounds, 13 ounces, smallest out of them all. He is so sweet and such a good baby compared to the last one. So we're excited about that. Um, it has been a little bit of a struggle. Had a bit of a tongue tie, got that fixed, and we are getting back on track. It's been amazing having another little baby boy around and the other kids are just absolutely in love. But I have really missed you all and I'm excited to be back on track and hanging out with you again. So today we are going to be talking about friendships and I also have some exciting news and some free things to give away to celebrate. So I can't wait to get started. Are you sick of always feeling rushed? Does it feel like you're constantly forgetting things? Are you frequently frustrated and snapping at your kids, spouse, or all of the above? Are you ready for peace and joy to flow through you in your home? In this podcast, you will find solutions to bring peace and joy back to what may feel like chaos. It is my mission to help you be restored to who God intended you to be so you can wake up refreshed and excited for each new day. When God speaks of restoration, it is always in abundance, and when restored, it is better than how it started. God promised us a better life and a better future for us and our families. If you are ready to say yes to the life God created you for and for peace to flow through your home, mind, and spirit, then you have come to the right place. I'm Jen, a wife, mom, and Jesus lover. I spent six years as a single mom, then married, became a stepmom, and we blended our families. Diving in headfirst from a chaotic single mom life to a chaotic mom and wife life. I struggled to keep my sanity. I looked to everything and everyone else to avoid the drowning feelings of failure and uncertainty. I finally realized there was a better way. Life was meant to be truly lived. God had a purpose for me and our family, and the way we were living was not it. God showed me what structure, organization, and a healthy mindset can do to bring joy back into my home and marriage. Through that, God showed me what biblical restoration in my life can look like. I am here to share that with you. Wherever you are starting from, if you are ready to find peace, joy, and your sanity once again, or for the first time ever, along with getting back to the root of who God created you to be, this podcast is for you. Find a new joy-infused marriage and laughter and fun to replace the stress and frustration with your kiddos as you join me for real talk through the pain, struggle, and joy and freedom on the other side. So warm up that cold coffee, find a kid-free chair, and pop in those earbuds. It's time to dive in. All right, so the exciting news I've been waiting so long to tell you all so we can celebrate. As I mentioned a few episodes ago, we have been waiting for God to provide property for us. We have aren't able to purchase and nobody wants to rent out acreage. They're either living there or they're selling it. And since we can't purchase, we didn't really have any options. Well, God miraculously provided five acres for us. So we are actually moving this Saturday. It's just crazy how quick this is happening. And we weren't ready for it. Well, we were ready for it, but just we weren't ready for it. (laughs) The timing is a little difficult having a newborn baby, but 
God has provided some amazing people to help us, and we are doing this. We are going to be moving five acres. Our horses can be there on the property with us. The house is more square footage than what we're living in now. We will have more living space, and we have plenty of land to be able to get started with our nonprofit for the equine activities for trauma victims. And we are super excited. Can't wait. Just anxiously awaiting this weekend. It's going to be a lot of work, but it's totally going to be worth it. So to celebrate the five acres that God has provided for us, I am giving away five free coaching sessions to you guys. So all I need from you is to send me an email at restoredmamapodcast at gmail.com letting me know that you are interested in being entered to win the free coaching session. So it'll be an hour of free coaching. So send me that email. Let me know you're interested. And in two weeks, I will be contacting the winners and we can get those coaching sessions scheduled. So I'm so excited to give these away. I can't wait to see where you are all at in your life and what you're needing and how I can help you get your life back and become who God has created you to be. So I can't wait. Send me that email and I will get you entered in for that drawing. Okay, so let's dive in to talking about friendships. It's been about two and a half, almost three weeks now because of the baby. Things are a little delayed. I was woke up at 3.30 in the morning and God told me that I needed to talk about friendships. That same day, I had my life group at church with my ladies and Pastor Amy said that she felt like God was asking her to talk about friendships and changed the direction of what she was going to be talking about that day. It can't be a coincidence. God has something that he wants you to know and be aware of when it comes to friendships. So we're going to talk about God's heart. I have a few verses I want to read to you and then we're going to dive right in. So we have Titus 2, 3 through 5. Similarly, teach the older women to live in a way that honors God. They must not slander others or be heavy drinkers. Instead, they should teach others what is good. These older women must train the younger women to love their husbands and children, to live wisely and be pure, to work in their homes, to do good and be submissive to their husbands. Then they will not bring shame on the word of God. All right. Being submissive to your husbands, that's another topic for another day, but don't let the word submissive distract you from what we're talking about today. I know it can be triggering and we will discuss what God's really talking about in that verse with being submissive. But today we want to focus on the friendship aspect of all that. So the next verse is Proverbs 18, 24. There are friends who destroy each other, but a real friend sticks closer than a brother. Proverbs 27, 9. Sweet friendships refresh the soul and awaken our hearts with joy. For good friends are like anointing oil that yields the fragrant incense of God's presence. I just love that verse. So that's the one that I want to spend a little extra time on today. We were not made to do life alone. God has created us for companionship, not just with our spouse, but with friendships and other women to come alongside of us and share in the joy, share in the sorrow, and just share in life with us. 
I love the way that Proverbs 27, 9 describes friendship. For good friends are like the anointing oil that yields the fragrant incense of God's presence. So God has brought me some amazing friends throughout my life. Really, the past couple years has grown and built some absolutely God-brought friendships. It is just amazing what can happen in your life when you look to God to bring those friends to you. So I have a few friends that I have been friends with for many, many years. None of them live here in Idaho. These are lifelong friends. They will be in my life until the day that I die. And I have known them for years. They've been there through hard times. Some of them through me leaving the church and then coming back. Some of them have been there through many of my own bad decisions and stuck by me and supported me through it all. And some of them have been there after that season of my life and just watching me and being there with me as I've grown with God and who he's created me to be. Whatever season they came into my life, these friends have helped me grow and supported me. And I really don't know where I would be without them in my life today. And then I have those friends who I have met just within the past couple years being here in Idaho. I can see them being those lifelong friends. They haven't been there through as many difficult seasons in my life as some of my other longtime friends, but they have been there and supported me and helped me and I've been able to be there and support and help them as well. They are women who are passionate about God and passionate about seeing the people in their lives succeed. And that is what is crucial when it comes to a friendship. It is the enemy's tactic to divide and separate. You aren't as strong on your own. It's when you come together with those friends, those godly friends that are supporting you and you're supporting them. When you come together, you can do great things. But if the enemy can divide and separate us, like the past few years, I mean, even since COVID started, if just look at society, everybody has just been separated and we had to stay home and we couldn't go into work. We couldn't go here, couldn't go there. We couldn't even go to churches and we had to stay at home. That is the enemy's way of dividing and separating. And if he can get us separated and on our own, we are so much more vulnerable. But if we have those friends supporting us, sticking by us, we are strong and we can accomplish amazing things. So looking back on the past few years, we had to stay home. Clearly, um, church was canceled. We were still in California when all that started. But even with not being able to go to church, not going to work, not going out and seeing friends, I still was able to cultivate and grow those friendships through modern technology, which is wonderful. We were able to help and support each other through that. And one thing I was so thankful for with my church back in California, they did such a great job bringing people together, even though we couldn't congregate in one area. They got a team together to make calls to everybody on the church database, make sure they were doing good, they had everything they needed, make sure they were getting prayer and felt supported and cared for and loved and didn't feel isolated and alone. I think it's because of something like that, that people can make it through difficult situations. But if they don't have somebody who cares about them, who's checking in on them, and then when they're a little off, 
that friend knows what they need or at least knows that they're off and they're going through something and can pray for them and support them. So why is it that we are so bad at friendship these days? I think one of the reasons is social media. Social media has just taken off, especially the younger generation. There's so many that rely on social media and it's actually become an addiction. You see all these friends in quotation marks and all the likes and the comments on your posts on social media. We are duped into thinking that we have hundreds of friends, but are they truly friends? Are they there for you when you're going through something? Are they calling and checking in on you and praying for you and supporting you and there no matter what you're going through in life? And are you there for them or is it just through social media? I think we have gotten so busy with life and it's just easy to do friendship through social media and online, but we're missing that bond that is created when you are doing life with somebody. Now, it doesn't have to be somebody that is right there going to your church and you see all the time. Some of my closest friends don't live near me. We do our friendship through Marco Polo. We'll send videos back and forth text to check in. Some of them I don't talk to for months and then we'll check in with each other and we know we're there for each other. Some of my friends have gone through some really difficult things these past few years and I've been through some really difficult things these past few years and we were there for each other even though we couldn't physically be in the same area. And it's those friends that got me through when we moved here to Idaho. I didn't have friends here in the area. I had some family, but I had no friends. It was my friends from out of state that kept me going and were there for me and supported me and helped me through some difficult things because they checked in on me, because they love me and support me and I them. And it was that that got me through the move with no friends out here, a newborn baby and navigating some really difficult situations. And then over time, I have made some tremendous friends out here and they have been there for me through some difficult situations and I've been able to be there for them. And through that, we have grown and created lifelong friendships. It's crucial that we connect and lean on other women in our lives. And if you don't have those friendships and you're listening to me talk about my close friends and how we're there for each other, and you're sitting there wishing, oh, I wish I could have a friendship like that. Well, God has them out there for you. This is something that he created and he wants it for you. So just pray and ask him, God, bring me a Proverbs 27, 9 friend, a sweet friendship that will refresh my soul and awaken my heart with joy. And he will, he will provide that. And as you're waiting for God to provide that friendship for you, just be aware of the people that he's bringing into your life. One of my really close friends here in Idaho, I really haven't known for very long. She came to my life group at church. We meet every Thursday and she came one day and was having a difficult time. As we were sitting there talking, I just felt the Holy Spirit telling me that I had what she needed to get through what she was going through and to help her. So I offered 
and didn't really give her the opportunity to turn me down. I just said, what day works for you next week? I'll be there. I went and ever since then, we have just connected and she has been there for me through a few difficult situations and she's been supportive and praying for me. She came and helped me pack the house up since we're moving and I had a newborn baby. She just said, how can I help? I didn't really have any suggestions on how she could help, but she said, let me come help you pack. And she showed up and helped me pack. And it's things like that. Without those types of friends, I don't think I would have made it through the past two years. It's a struggle going to a new state, new area, new life circumstances, new babies. And some of those close friends, even her that I haven't known for very long, God brought them at just the right moments where I could be helpful for them and be what they needed in that moment. And if I hadn't listened to the Holy Spirit when he was telling me that I had what she needed in that moment, we may not have become these close friends. It may not have turned out to be what it is today. So it is very important to listen to what Holy Spirit is telling you in those moments. And going back to Titus 2, 3 through 5, it's talking about teaching the older women to live in a way that honors God. And then the older women teaching the younger women how to love their husbands and their children, to live wisely and be pure. You don't want to just find other women that are in your same group, your same situation. You want people in your life that have already walked where you are walking, that can help guide you and lead you and show you how to get through that situation that you may not know. They have the wisdom because they've already been through it. My husband and I have this couple that we are friends with and they have been in my life for years. They were actually one of the first people that I met when I started going to a new church as a single mom in California years ago. And they have both been there through some very, very difficult situations in my life. And I am so thankful that God brought them into my life. The wife actually led a single mom's connect group through the church and I hosted it at my house. The wife of this couple has actually been there for me quite a bit. If it hadn't been for some of her prayers, I may not be here in Idaho married with amazing kids, brand new baby boy, starting my nonprofit. I actually thought that I was supposed to be moving to Illinois, starting it there. And I took her, well, she took me, she paid, but we went to eat and I asked her to pray for me and see if God was showing her anything as I really trusted her. She is an amazing godly woman who has spoken into my life so many times. And so I asked for her to help me through navigating this new situation. And God so blatantly told her, no, this isn't the time, this isn't the place. And sure enough, I think it was just a couple weekends later, I met my now husband. So God knows what he's doing when he puts people in your life. He can see what's in store. He can see what's coming and he knows who you need to have walking beside you through those circumstances. And now today that couple is on our board of directors for our nonprofit. God is continuously using them to speak into our lives and they've become really close good friends. And maybe someday we can do something to help speak into their lives and help them 
But that relationship is something that God has brought into our life to give us those mentors, an older couple to support us and give us the wisdom that we don't have yet. So you see, it is so important to have all different types of friendships in your life, especially as a woman. Even if you're married and you have your husband to help support you and walk with you through things, we need other women to lean on and talk to. We can't always lean and talk with our husband about everything. They have a lot on their plate and there are certain things that will just add more stress and it's not going to benefit anyone for you to talk to them about it. Like right now, my husband is pretty stressed out handling it so well like a champ he's amazing but we've got a lot going on he is worried about me and everything that I'm taking on at the moment with having to pack and the newborn baby and homeschool and the other kids and the dog and the animals and the cleaning and the new house and everything else going on the podcast and the blogging internship that I'm still part of and I have a lot on my plate he is worried for me and he's also stressed about everything going on with the house and the timing of it all and everything that has to get done. And he sees a lot of things that I don't that needs to get done, especially with the new house. He's taking that all on. And then he also started a new job and he's a dad with a new baby and he has so much going on. So he's stressed out and there's certain things that I might see or be stressed about or be thinking or is going on that really doesn't have anything to do with him. And it's not going to benefit him for me to put that on his plate as well. So if I need to talk through something that doesn't really affect him in this season with him being so busy, it would benefit everybody if I had talked to one of my girlfriends about it. And obviously take it to God in prayer, but if I need to talk through it, I should talk through it with one of my girlfriends. And then I can talk to my husband about it later when this season is over and he doesn't have so much on his plate. But if I didn't have those girlfriends and I'd be going through it alone. And then there's some things that our husbands just don't understand, especially when it comes to emotional things. This isn't an all men thing. I know there are some exceptions, but majority of men aren't as emotional as us women. And when we have something emotional going on, they just may not always understand. It just doesn't compute to them. And as much as they want to, and as much as they're going to try, it's just, it's just not something that they can understand. And so we need other women who do understand and who have been there and we can talk through about it and lean on them during those emotional and lean on them through those emotional things. So a godly friend speaks truth into your life even when it's difficult to hear. They genuinely want the best for you and they love you through everything, every part of you. Bad decision, good decision, everything in between. A godly friend is going to speak truth into your life. So that's a friend that we all need in our life, but that's also the friend that we need to be. So I just want to challenge you all today. Be intentional this week with the friendships that you already have and then the friendships that you may desire. And if you don't have any close friends, be intentional with somebody that God brings into your path this week. If your church has a life group or connect group or whatever they may call it, just a small group, I encourage you to join one if you aren't already. That's an amazing place to make new friends and godly friendships. And then I also encourage you this week to make an effort to be that kind of friend to somebody else. Pray and ask God to show you who needs that kind of friend. And if it's hard for you to be a good friend like that, ask God 
to teach you. Ask God to show you how to be that kind of friend. We all need godly women in our life. We were not made to do life alone. It is amazing what a God-led friendship can do for your life. And seeing what your friendship can do for somebody else, I can't even describe how wonderful that feels. So let this week be a week that you focus on friendships and how you are as a friend. And then let God work to bring those godly friendships into your life. And thank God for the friendships that he has brought in your life and ask him what you can do to be a better friend for them. And watch how God will work in your life through you and for you. Don't forget, send me an email at restoredmamapodcast.gmail.com to be entered in for a free coaching session. And then let me know your views on friendship and what God's been working on in your life. I can't wait to hear all about what God's doing for you and through you. So send me that email and we'll see where God takes it. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I have truly missed you all and our conversations these past couple weeks. I'm so excited to be back on track and I can't wait to hang out with you Wednesday. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you liked Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.